I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Age of Radio. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Uh, it's the weekend. Time to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Fun in the sun. It's nice out today. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in good spirits. Me too. I'm uh, looking forward to this because this is one of our favorite episodes. We always love doing previewing a pay-per-view. Oh, yes, man. The previews are always fun, man. Yes, sir. We like to give our prediction on how each match goes. But first, we got a little some um, information to take care of right off the bat as... Earlier this week, ECW star New Jack, known as Jerome Young, um, unfortunately suffered a heart attack at the age of 58 and passed away. Yeah, man, this is very sad news to the wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've, I've heard about New Jack, he was a really good man and, and well-loved around the, the wrestling community. Yes, uh, Young was a multi, multi-time tag team champion during his days with ECW during the mid-90s and was often celebrated for his reckless abandon inside the ring as well from a balcony. Though as a result from his wild style, he would be hit with chairs, busting through tables, and using weapons in the ring. New Jack would deal with a litany of injuries throughout his career because ECW, as they say, was extreme championship wrestling Yes, and took every match to the extreme. That, that they did. Dude. That's, that's one thing I loved about ECW. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, if you've seen any pictures without him wearing a cap or anything, you can see a lot of the damage done to, just to his forehead alone. Uh, he took a lot of damage. Oh, definitely, man. Uh, and if you don't know, we're getting our information from TMZ, so it is it is legit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, many, many prayers go out to him and his family, and uh, may he rest in peace. Yes, and of course, if we had the capability, we would give him the 21-bell salute, but unfortunately we do not have... An audio to do that, but how about just a quick moment of silence for New Jack? That works. 
All right. You ready to get into the well, pay-per-view? Let's do this, brother. All right. Again, rest in peace to New Jackson. Prayers and good thoughts and vibes or whatever is necessary for you to go through these kind of moments for his family. Yes. All right. Starting off in the pay-per-view, we are, of course, discussing WrestleMania's Backlash. First up, we're going to go ahead and get off the snide here. Damien Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, dude. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with this. Uh, I, I think that Damian Priest does have the upper hand because he is the bigger man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, they're kind of giving him the push lately. So. Yeah, they have been giving him a strong push. Not only does he have the upper hand, a lot of the roster doesn't really care for the Miz. So they'll be pretty much taking <laughs> some wax at him, throwing him back in the ring when he tries to escape. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Though I'm sure there's still some who won't care for Damian Priest and also try to whack him a few times. Which I, I, what I love about the Lumber, Lumberjack match is it's it's pretty pretty even, dude. Mm-hmm. And most times you would think the outside infer- interference would be a disadvantage to somebody, but this is also an advantage to both competitors because they're both getting beat up on no matter which side you throw them to. Well. One side for one superstar, it seems like, and the other side for the other. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty fair. Like I said, there's a lot of people who don't really care for The Miz, so I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen about, about three-fourths of the ring coverage <laughs> hating on The Miz <laughs> compared to only a quarter of the ring coverage. So this is going to be Reese. interesting to see, but my prediction on this match is Damian Priest comes out with the victory. I believe so. So that would be the only title match that will not be happening on this card. Everybody has time. Uh, match we talk about will be for a championship next up we're going to go ahead and talk about the smackdown tag team championship where you have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode the dirty dogs taking on the Mysterios Ray and Dominic I uh, teased this last time we discussed the Mysterios are the only non-champion with that are betting favorites to take home a championship I I, I agree dude I mean uh you know, I think the SmackDown Tag Team Championships need a little bit of prestige on them, and I would say that Bobby Roode and or Robert Roode and mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler do that. But at the same time, this is a dynamic that we've never seen before, right? In a father-son duo, so right, it'll be a great history made for um, WWE, and of course for the Mysterios being the first father-son tag champs. Which yeah, that's gonna be awesome, and and what and what a way to start the the, the kid's career. So mm-hmm. I mean, he he's been involved in a couple of matches here or there, mm-hmm. and he's proven himself to be very agile and athletic in that ring. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in this match. Right, and to help him build some legitimacy to his early career by tagging with his father and winning a um, tag title. All right, next up we're gonna talk about. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about it because it's just on my list here. But I don't think this will be the third match. But we have the Universal Champion Roman Reigns taking on Cesaro. Um, I, I think this match is awesome. I'm glad that Cesaro is getting his shot. But I don't think it's going to be very fair. So I think that uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso will get involved. And I, I say both twins because... Eventually, one's got to pick a side, and I, I think eventually he will pick that side. Yeah. So. But so then again, a good way to, even if they kept the title on Roman, a good way to keep that 
um, tribal chief thing um, story mode going is if half Jimmy tried to screw him out of a championship. You don't necessarily have to put the title, take the title off of him to keep it going, but in an attempt to screw him by helping Cesaro would be a way to keep that storyline going with the Usos in him. Oh, it definitely would. It would keep that heat there, too. And uh, mm-hmm. Especially you beating down your own family. That that doesn't look good. No. So, um, But like I said, it would make for an interesting story to keep going into uh, SummerSlam. Definitely, man. Definitely. All right. Next up, we have the Raw Women's Championship. Of course, the champion currently is Rhea Ripley taking on Asuka. And Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match. In most cases, you would say that Rhea Ripley does not have the advantage in this match. You're going against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. But, but, I think that she is the it factor in this match. I think she retains, and I think all because something will happen and Charlotte will mess up. Or Oscar will, you know, I mean, the, you know, the difference with this match is the veterans, they kind of going into it thinking, oh, it's going to be easier because, you know. We have the advantage or the ch- champions at a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, it's really going to depend on Charlotte Flair because she's been such a wild card of late. You don't know what she's going to do. She could either d- dominate this whole match from the get-out, or she could end up costing herself with her arrogance and yeah. end up doing something really dumb and costing herself a chance to win the title, resulting in either Asuka or R- R- Rhea Ripley retaining. Um, I still think you're right, though. I still think Rhea Ripley will walk out of Backlash still women's raw women's champion. You know, in most cases, I would say she's at a disadvantage, but... Coming into this match with both Oscar and Charlotte and their their rivalry they've had over the years, mm-hmm. um, that could get the better of them too. Absolutely. So, all right. Next up, SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair taking on Bailey. Uh, this is this is a matchup, dude. Um, honestly, this is the first matchup that Bianca will have to actually prove herself. Because Bailey is no no one to you know sleep over. She is not anyone you can just get by very easy. So, um, yeah, this is her proving ground. Mm-hmm. If she can't get past Bailey, then you know. I mean, I think Sasha. Yes, you beat Sasha, but Bailey's right there. But think about this: what if Sasha returns? And disrupts this match. That could possibly happen because, I mean, this is one of the few matches where we're not seeing um, a rematch. We haven't seen Sasha since... Since WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania. Yeah. So. so it will be definitely definitely interesting to see um, what happens in that aspect because, like we said, we haven't seen her since. And this is one of the only championships besides the Universal Championship where we're not seeing a competitor facing off the cha- against the champion in a rematch. So, so it's going to be very interesting to see what goes on. But I, I think that uh, Bianca retains. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I think it's going to be a well fought match for sure. Oh, absolutely. But uh, like I said, if Sasha gets involved, it will. It'll be interesting to see what happens. All right. Well, this could end up being a triple threat but match I, in I, I, SummerSlam. I think, 
I think, yeah, because what I think might happen here is Bailey will actually go to win the match and Sasha will show up. True. Because what would the former champ want? To be able to beat the one that beat her. So, right. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll see what happens. All right, next up, WWE champion Bobby Lashley takes on Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match. This one's going to be interesting. This one's going to be interesting. I don't, like, if the title's going to change hands, it might change hands here. I don't know, but it might. Mm -hmm. Uh, Either Bobby Lashley proves himself here against two of the best competitors on Raw, or... You know, maybe, maybe Drew McIntyre gets his title back. I don't think Braun's gonna Braun's gonna win. I think he'll be a big factor as far as beating the hell out of somebody. Somebody's gonna get these hands. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, I I don't see him being champion. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be definitely interesting to see what's gonna actually happen here with this match. Um, it's weird because. A lot of people believe that they dropped the title for Drew McIntyre to Bobby Lashley because a lot of people think that he was just carrying them because there wasn't fans in the stands and he wouldn't get the fan appeal. Um, and of course, now we're back to the Thunderdome aspect of WWE. So it's like, so are you, that would seem to legitimize that theory if you have Drew McIntyre walk out as champion because now we're not still dealing with fans and we're still doing the Thunderdome aspect. Oh, I call BS. If you've seen. Drew McIntyre as Drew Galloway, mm-hmm. and, and you know TNA and all that. Yeah, there there was this nice little tweet that Impact Wrestling put out there. It was Bobby Lashley and Drew Galloway. <laughs> it was right, right as they were going through their through their. Uh, I think it was right after the Elimination Chamber or not Elimination Chamber, but right after uh, WrestleMania when they faced each other. Mm-hmm. That. That little post came out, and, and I was reading through the comments, and somebody said, I see what you did here. <laughs> and I'm like, in the same thing, going, yep. Yep. Like, you guys are playing this playing this uh, rivalry out on a different company. Right. And I really think that Drew McIntyre has proven himself. I didn't believe in him when he was the chosen one. Right. I thought it was dumb. Uh and then he went to 3MB, and then it was really stupid. Yeah. But when he came back to Impact Wrestling as Drew Galloway, and he proved himself over there. Yeah. That, you know, that says it all, man. Right. And then he comes back to WWE and does what he does and takes out Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't argue the fact. No, you cannot. So, um, so obviously... Couple championships that are not being pushed is the uh, women's tag team championships, which were fought Friday night last night. Um, great upset victory there! So happy for Natalia and Tamina to win that. Yeah, man, that was that's, great that's for them. Awesome. Great to see and, them champs. Uh, th- thank you. We finally have some new women's tag team champions. Right. Um, and I, what what did I say? If anybody could take it off of them, it was Natalia and Tamina. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised though if that ends up being an impromptu match this Sunday, of course, or tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's still a possibility. Um, they kind of 
ran its course with the Intercontinental Championship between Big E and uh, <clears throat> Apollo Crews. So I'm not sure what's going on there. So I don't know. I don't think that's an impromptu match. That's a possibility at this one. Uh, and Sheamus, of course, could still come out, issue an open challenge at the pay-per-view for the United States Championship as well. Yeah, so Cause. we'll see what happens then. Because uh, uh, it's just kind of weird. They call WrestleMania Backlash, and it's not really any kind of... You would think there would be, like, rematches, but there's not really much rematches. No, there's not a whole lot so. of rematching going on. I mean, technically, if, when you just add in the fact that Strowman's in the yeah. championship match... And Charlotte Flair's in the Raw Women's Championship match. That's basically... It's basically, yeah. Well, and then Damian Priest versus The Miz is kind of from the WrestleMania because it was yeah. a tag team match that they all had with it, Bad it's Bunny. It's keeping that rivalry going, too. So, I mean, so it's a, got a little bit, but a little it's bit... It's got a little bit of the rivalries still <laughs> continuing, but, like, you just, like... so I'm just, like... I want to see Big E versus, you know, Paul Cruz again. I want to see... Sheamus versus somebody, you know, I want to see it. And then, of course, there's still an opportunity to go out there. Maybe we get to see Team RK Bro versus <laughs> AJ Styles and almost at the... I, I, that might be the kickoff. We I, never know. I don't know, man. Uh, they get a chance at the tag t- uh, tag titles on Raw? Randy Orton is not going to play very well with uh, with... With the bro man, so we'll see. All right, the ultimate bro, the, the original bro, the, the original, original bro. Well, see, I thought it was very um, telling when he had that post that that he had um, put it out that uh, everybody eventually gets an R K O. Yeah, that seems a little ominous about what's going on with his tag team partner there. Oh, especially on uh, this past week's Raw when they're. They're standing there in the back with with uh, the new day and mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, the original bro and they're sitting there with Matt Riddle on it. Yeah, I was trying to say Matt Riddle and my dumbass said original bro, but the new day and Matt Riddle were backstage and they're all making fun of of what happened with the tomatoes mm-hmm. and uh, how Randy Orton ended up getting hit by one. Uh-huh. And uh, and you know Riddle was poking fun, making fun, and just talking about it. And I guess Randy Orton came up behind him, and uh, yeah, he wasn't too happy about it. All right. So yeah, I don't I don't see this playing out for very long. I mean, because Randy Orton is Randy Orton, dude. He's he's a viper. He he will strike on anyone. So. You know, um, it, it would be nice to have it go on for a while because they do seem like a pretty good tag team. So, but it all depends on the Apex Predator. All right. And what do you think the over-under is for um, a tease of Eva Marie's return again? <laughs> you going to put it at half a tease, a full te- a full one and a half tease? What do you, gonna, what do you got? Because uh, we probably will get an Eva Marie tease. I just don't even care. <laughs> like to be honest, I mean she's she's pretty to look at whatever. But uh, as far as her in ring talent, mm-hmm. she was never really that great. Um, she wasn't anybody that I was like, oh my gosh, this this girl's gonna be something great. You know what I mean? It was always like, damn, you're nice to look at, but that's about it. All right. 
And then, of oh. course, rumors are swirling that there will be a return of Selena Vega to the WWE. Yes, yeah, Selena Vega. That's that should be interesting. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing her back in the WWE as long as she comes back as a competitor and not a valet. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think that would be cool. I think they can consider the women managers now, not valets. Well, whatever. <laughs> managers. Uh, see how old school I am? Valet. Yeah. <laughs> Just valets. The only valet is Reginald right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for him to also appear into an actual competitive side because he's actually got some skills. I'd love to see him in the ring. Competing for even a mid... He, he could probably pull off mid-card champion oh, intercontinental yeah, United States for a little run. Like, it makes me wonder, like, what's that dude do? Does he do CrossFit or something? Because he, he, like, he's a, he's athletic, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't do parkour. That's how yeah, athletic right? he is. Right? He seems like he could be a parkour guy, for yeah. sure. Um, trying to think of anything else. There have been rumors that we're eventually going to see the return of the man at some point. thinking they're going to hold that off until SummerSlam, though. Uh, probably. She is Kind of the SummerSlam type lady, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Or man, sorry. All right, the man should be returning <laughs> soon, but like we said, probably be around um, when we get start moving towards the end of uh, towards the end of summer, towards the beginning of August, where we get the uh, heat up for SummerSlam. So either she'll start teasing her return there, or just appear at yeah SummerSlam as maybe as in a mystery mystery tag partner for somebody or. Whatever. I mean, you never know, because think shit could happen between now and then. It's so. definitely going to be completely interesting to see what happens with this. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I know she's enjoying being a mother, but I know she misses that ring, so we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And, of course, I forgot to mention her husband is also technically also another wild card factor in the Universal Championship, because he's not, I don't think he's done with Cesaro yet, either. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. So slight possibility of something shield rigging in. We never know. Yeah, maybe. Kind of, sort of. If so, fact so. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. I think that uh, if anything, they could turn it into a triple threat and then get away with it. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Make then it would really put the Usos as wild cards in that whole matchup because then, as we know, triple threat matches are no disqualification, so they can interfere completely. <laughs> yep. And without um, having to, but oh, the referee way, was knocked out. They'll wait for SummerSlam or another pay-per-view to do that. But I bet you it plays out that way. I mean, I guess technically we can never keep out the ultimate opportunity to Edge either because we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Right. So you so, never know. Hmm. And then again, this isn't a SmackDown event either. So Daniel Bryan can make his presence known. We never know. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities the WWE can pull off here. If hey, they man, don't keep it boring. I'm not, I'm not putting anything against them anymore. saying anything about their pay-per-views. Cause, uh, <laughs> fast lane? Well, fast lane was enough for me. I was like, what? <laughs> they put sorry. on a, a WrestleMania-type pay-per-view right before WrestleMania went. Well, yeah, they went to Peacock and went, here, we got to practice first, and we're going to give you a good pay-per-view before we go to WrestleMania. But still, if and you have pay-per-view... Are you going to watch it tomorrow? Watch it when it starts. starts. Or wait until it finishes. Yep. Because that is your only options. So, that does it for us, I think. If you got anything else to add. I'm good to go. All right, brother. So, be sure to tune in tomorrow as we got more sports talk, baseball, basketball talk for you. It's finally the end of the season for the NBA. The Lakers just won, so we're a step closer to getting out of the play-in. We're almost there. We just need the 
Blazers to lose again. Come on, Portland, lose. Be your loserly self that I know you can. What's probably his? I know, right? And then, of course, Tuesday we got more football NASCAR talk for you. And worldwide sports talk as we get to talk about the Preakness, um, what's happening in NHLs, the playoffs are starting to heat up for the hockey season. And we are edging, edging, uh, coming closer and closer to the edging our way to uh, our hundredth episode. Yes, we're still so, on track for May twenty third for our hundredth episode. So excited! We've got some big news, big plans going on. So mm-hmm. stay tuned because we've got we've got new things coming. So absolutely, bro. All right, man. That will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com hey everyone this is big man this is cooper we hope you enjoyed our latest episode but be sure to check us out on our social medias on facebook at cooper big man our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk W I T Cooper, the letter N Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 